0: Welcome to Senior Attorney Matches State of the Market. In this episode, attorney Jeremy Pook and Scott Loring address how to sell a law practice post 2020. The Key points in this episode are that senior attorneys have three options when considering selling their law practices. That there are four components to valuing a law practice. The impact that 2020 has had on client development and client revenues for senior attorneys post-2020, and the importance of trust transfer when senior attorneys join growing law firms. How can they transfer their trusted relationships with their clients to their successors? And finally, the importance of the equation 1 plus 1 equals 7 when senior attorneys join growing law firms and transfer that trust from their clients to their chosen successor. Welcome to how to sell a law practice post 2020. My name is Jeremy Pook and I lead Senior Attorney Match. Senior Attorney Match works with attorneys who have practiced more than 30 years and we help them to design and implement succession plans for their practices. 2020 was such a year for so many reasons. And for senior attorneys, those attorneys that have practiced more than 30 years and are thinking to themselves, how do I sell my law practice in a post-2020 environment? That's what we're going to address today in today's live stream. And I'm very excited that I'll be co-moderating today with uh, my colleague, um, Scott Loring. Um,
1: I- Good to see you again, Jeremy.
0: Good to see you too, Scott. Thank you so much for joining and really looking forward to today's discussion. Um, Scott is a, a mediator and a business coach. Scott and I collaborate very closely on um, working with senior attorneys to help them to design their succession plans. And so Scott, we're just gonna you know jump jump right into it. Let's do it. So when attorneys are thinking about post 2020, how do I sell my law firm? There are three options that attorneys have when considering selling a law firm. Um, Those three options, and you'll see that we designate them in terms of preferred, potential, and risky, or the preferred option is join a growing law firm. Uh, The potential option is structure an internal succession plan. That is with an attorney, a partner, or senior associate in your law firm, or recruit an attorney into your firm to join the firm and eventually take it over. And then the risky option is to maintain the status quo, which is essentially if today's like yesterday and tomorrow's um, going to be like today, why make any change?
1: Well, that's yeah, you're right. I think there are the three paths forward. And I like the way you sort of laid them out, sort of green for go and orange for a little bit of a caution, blue for the potential. Can you maybe clarify why is joining a growing law firm, why is that preferred?
0: So the reason why i think i'll i'll answer that question by going to the blue first because so many of our clients scott when they contact senior attorney match they ask us to can you find a attorney and attorney at a large law firm or medium-sized law firm that can take over um, my practice because it's really a turnkey operation, or um, I just really, really want my internal successor who I've wanted to take over the practice for so long to take over the practice. So why is that the potential? I'll get back to your question, you know, in just a sec. But the reason why that is the potential is because if we think about it. When attorneys are growing their practices early in their careers, and here I'm focusing on the internal successor, they're hiring the internal successor because they've generated a lot of work and they need very good, competent attorneys to do the work. Then fast forward 10, 15 years later when the senior attorney is now in his or her 60s or even early 70s, and they turn to that key employee and say, well, don't you want to take over my practice? And often that key employee looks back and says, well, maybe, but I've never really run a business before. And it's the same issue when you're recruiting in attorneys into your practice, when you're recruiting in the attorney from that firm in a major city or not even necessarily in a major city, but you know, in a market where you figure that attorney wants to come and join your practice, they may be a very, very competent attorney, but they often don't have the business experience to run the firm and they're all getting calls, whether your internal successor or the attorney who you recruit is getting calls from recruiters to try to bring them to other firms. So we recommend that growing firm because the growing firms, they're typically led by what we call the mirror image of the senior attorney from 15 to 20 years ago. That is the attorneys and the growing law firms, they want to grow their business. They're hungry to grow their business. And they're thinking, how do we get clients and referral sources and competent attorneys and competent support staff to join us? Well, that's what the senior attorneys have. And that's why when it comes to those three options, we prefer and put in green, join a growing law firm over the potential option um, and, and, and and the risky option of maintaining the status quo.
1: Do we want to talk about why maintaining the status quo is risky at this point?
0: For sure. And, and we'll just touch on that because we just don't know, okay, what tomorrow is going to bring. And certainly COVID was such an example of that. I've talked to many firms that, you know, because of what happened in 2020, you know, lawyers that had worked with them for so many years. They jumped ship. They went and joined other firms or lawyers that you depend upon and support staff that you depend upon are now saying, well, in a hybrid world, you know, I really don't want to be coming into the office. And for the senior attorney that's depending upon those people to come into the office, that's just one example of how status quo um, can impact the value of a senior attorney's um, practice. But I think right now what what we'll address next is the value of a senior attorney's practice. When senior attorneys are considering, well, what's the value of my law practice? If we're considering to sell the law practice, then what are the components of what a buyer is looking for? And here, we have four components to valuing a law practice. The first is the client list, and the second is the referral source list. Clump those together in terms of the book of business. Okay, This is what most senior attorneys have developed over the course of their careers. Add on to those components of value the goodwill of a senior attorney and his or her um, local community statewide, and some attorneys have national and even international goodwill, and then the subject matter knowledge. Most senior attorneys at this point in their career, they've practiced for 30 years, they are masters of their um, you know of their given practice area. They know the practice area in and out and it's why clients it's why clients come to them.
1: So it sounds like the growing law firm says, wow, here's an attorney. they've got substantial clients. They've got good referral sources. they've got good subject matter. They think hey, th- th- this, this is uh, has value to us.
0: For sure. And for a lot of attorneys that that think to themselves, and if we can just show the graphic again and think to themselves, you know what, my my practice really doesn't have value because because the clients come to me and this is what we explain to our clients that, yes, you do have value. And these are those what we call the four chips, four green chips. There's a but here, though, and the but is that the two of those chips can actually turn orange. And the question why, I mean, orange, of course, is a, is the color of, of risk and caution. And the reason why is because the senior attorneys, as they age, well, their clients age too. And the referral sources age as well. And so that client list that may have been you know X number of clients and Y number of referral sources when the senior attorney is in his or her late 50s or early 60s is actually becoming less and less as time goes by. And then, because we have been propelled into the digital age, COVID affected the world in so many different ways. I mean, who hasn't gotten something on Amazon Prime? And probably the last week, if not you know, if not the last month. And the the competition for new clients has now entered into the digital age. So it's becoming harder and harder for lawyers, even though those chips. And if we could just show the graphic. Those chips remain green on goodwill and subject matter knowledge, but replenishing the new clients and referral sources during the digital age, when competitors are marketing in multiple different ways, omnichannel channel digital marketing is here for law firms. I just want to say that again: omni-channel digital marketing is here for law firms, and many senior attorneys have not and probably will not adopt those channels. And as a result, their key Components of value, client list, and referral source list can decrease over time.
1: It almost seems like yeah, they kind of grow stale. I'm guessing sometimes people die, sometimes people are their situation changes, or they're checking with Google rather than asking for a referral.
0: That's right. I mean, we Google everything today. I mean, we're often we're often saying that you know who is. You know, America's leading referral source for lawyers. And I'm often saying it's it's Uncle Google. okay? because when people are looking for lawyers, they go to Google and they're bypassing yesteryear. Oh, let me contact the um, person who did my residential real estate closing. That person probably knows um, somebody that can write my will um, or may know somebody that can help my friend that just got arrested for a DUI going to Google. And that's why those chips um, can turn orange um, and not always stay green on the client list and referral source list. So when considering how to sell a law practice post-2020, lawyers need to really consider how 2020 impacted consumer behavior generally. And here we're showing icons that are all part of our everyday lexicon today. Okay, Google, Zoom, LinkedIn, and more. And how is this affecting consumer behavior when it comes to senior attorneys? Senior attorneys at the turn of the century, it's all, that's still weird for me to even say, but you know, the year 2000, okay, they got dragged into creating a website for their, you know, for their law firms and have biographical information um, as part of those as part of their websites. But 2020 brought us so much closer to 2030 than to 2019. And what that means is that for the growing law firms that are deploying digital marketing, multi-channel, digital marketing to generate new clients, this is why in this scale, we're seeing that even those senior attorneys deserve those clients. Does, and the clients deserve the representation by senior attorneys that have subject matter knowledge down pat. They are often losing new business to growing firms that have adopted multi-channel digital marketing.
1: I'll tell you, it, it, when you I see this tipping in the scale and you, you point to how 2020 was what I would call an inflection point where the where the thing is, things change. And it reminds me so much of 2007 when the iPhone came out. If you recall, BlackBerry was dominating the market. Since 1999, they had an eight-year head start on Apple. They had the government contracts. Remember, President Obama had a BlackBerry in 2008, and the idea of switching back and forth and the government, they had to go through all these rules. BlackBerry was incredibly confident that this new wacky no keyboard thing was just for silly kids and they deserve the government business they deserve the real business the businessmen and iphones would just be for silly people well they had such confidence they believed they deserved the business well what they didn't realize is there had been an inflection point and those who adapted survived and those who don't well blackberries no more
0: you're right, and, and just to say it a little differently, and if we if we call back up the the graphic, it's also about consumer behavior, right? If we think about the BlackBerry, and we all think back to you know being at our first events, and people are like you know these warriors with their thumbs, um, you know, and, and typing um, emails, but the consumer behavior changed where the interaction and the access to the internet that the iPhone introduced. Well, fast forward now to where we are in the legal environment where lawyers that have a website only approach to marketing for their practices are continuing to lose market share to law firms that are deploying these different, these different methods. Now, just to let the senior attorneys that are watching this know, um, it doesn't mean that you have to go and do all of this, but to do some of this is definitely worthwhile. Spruce up your LinkedIn profile. Of course, we're all meeting with clients you know, on you know, on on, on Zoom. Publish content. We for lawyers that introduce blogs, you may still be doing a blog. Blogs are great resources for introducing content onto on onto LinkedIn. Because just to share sort of a cliche and an adage together, you know, the cliche we hear so, you know, so often is, oh, let's just get a millennial to do that. Let's get a millennial to help us with our website. Get a millennial to help us spruce up um our um our, our LinkedIn profile. It's sort of funny in a way, right? But it's not funny when the millennials are beating the senior attorneys um, to to new business. So let's next consider um, client revenues for senior attorneys between ages 55 to 75. So those are the typical senior attorney clients, right? We're working with clients that have practiced for 30 years or more. So we just want to show what we're seeing in the marketplace. Uh, I'm often comparing our senior attorney clients to MVP level athletes, okay, which a lot of my clients will then sort of giggle about that, but I'm I'm really serious about this, okay? That is, if we think about, um, you know, athletes, star athletes, tennis players, soccer players, football players, basketball players, and whatnot, they're often peaking in their late 20s, early 30s. Well, senior attorneys... Have gained, and we can see here the subject matter knowledge and the good, you know, in the goodwill that's a key that are key components of the value of a senior attorney. Well, senior attorneys are really in their prime in their 50s, 60s, and early 70s. Clients are coming to them because they've been there and done that. The issue, though, is that at some point. When senior attorneys are not replenishing clients and referral sources, they may very well get overlooked because of competition, new competition in the marketplace, new players that are marketing in different ways than the senior attorneys. And that's why we put here that I'll talk first about status quo. When you're maintaining your status quo, you may have great subject matter knowledge and goodwill, but if the clients don't find you, you're not going to get the business.
1: Yeah. And there's also the, the fact that I think you alluded to this earlier, where they're maybe looking at a senior attorney that's starting to have some gray hair and maybe the matter is going to be five years or more. And they're like, are you going to be able, to, you're, you're great now, but will you be around the whole time we need to continue this? Whereas if they you know, have a 40 year old sitting next to them that they get to know, there's sort of a different flavor ah we've got enough of a team to to carry us into the future.
0: yeah Scott, you're absolutely right and that's why you can see where join a growing law firm the trajectory continues to go up and I know this isn't a word yet in the English language, but we call this the winningest okay this is the winningest combination of what is what you just said is that when you combine, the sage senior attorney, the attorney that's pr- that's in his or her mid to late 50s to early to mid 70s, and you go into a meeting with the late 30s or mid 40s, young and up and coming attorney, it is a, an absolute winning combination for landing new business and continuing business with those kinds of clients that you just said, Scott, the clients that want to work with the attorney. For the next five to 10 years. And I'll also add there's sometimes where senior attorneys, they're not taking on those matters, Scott, and especially post COVID. You know, if you're in your late sixties and I've talked to attorneys now and they're saying, Hmm, this is a matter. that's going to take me five years. I may pass on that. So I don't know where I'm going to be in five years. They're part of a, they're part of a growing law firm though. Walk down the hall, bring in a 40 something partner into the meeting. That new business is there. It sticks and the senior attorney gets credit for it, but we certainly want to point out in this graphic as well that what can happen, and unfortunately, you can see in red here, what can happen, what we call a random Tuesday event.
1: And, I'm, and I and I know that this can be a number of things, but particularly, um, what can happen to anybody is some sort of health event, right? Like they can have a heart attack or a stroke or. You know, maybe your knees wear out or, you know, you you have to have something happens that ages the person. I'm sure everybody knows people who are like, wow, that person looks the same at 60 as they did at 50. They're still the same. And then you meet somebody, you haven't seen them in a year, maybe a year and a half. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, they've aged a lot in the past year, year and a half. And maybe it's some random Tuesday event where they had something happen to their health. And so, for them to engage senior attorney match while they're still healthy, while they're before some random event happens that decreases the value. So that little red arrow there, you know, sort of like something happens, people could be like, "Uh-oh, this guy isn't as sharp as he once was, or he isn't as energetic, or he just doesn't have the the reserve in the tank to bring it over the line."
0: Sure, and also the sad part on the random tuesday just to go to health, physical or mental health is that so much of the value of a senior attorney's practice is the ability to transition clients and referral sources to the right successor because at least for now we're often not getting consideration at a closing table often the deal structure is an earnout and the earnout depends upon the senior attorney being able to transition clients and referral sources. So God forbid there is a physical or mental health reason why the attorney can no longer practice. And unfortunately we've represented the estates of deceased attorneys. The value of the practice just plummets. And so I, guess,
1: I just want to point out that that means that I think people think tomorrow is going to be just like yesterday, maybe slightly a hair different. So the status quo has a pull of, like, I'm pretty happy. This is going okay. Maybe it's dry, dro- dropping a little bit. But if they don't act while they're still hot stuff, <laughs> you know, they, they can get maximum value if they act before something happens rather than when they're right on the cusp of it or after it's happened. So with that pull of the status quo can be a little bit of a deceitful comfort. Like, ah, I'm fine.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. And then the the, the the other two points on the Random Tuesday and the status quo is, and I'll go to Random Tuesday in a moment, I mean right now, is that when a key employee can leave, and especially post 2020 when a senior attorney is rebuilding rebuilding their practice and the clients starting to come back referrals source starting to refer business but when a key employee leaves um that can also really really negatively affect um the the long-term value of the practice because now the senior attorney's got to actually do more work or try to bring some or try to bring someone into the practice
1: yeah they're now vulnerable they don't have the, absolutely it's the same sort of thing okay the the, the attorney they were counting on is gone. Oh, no. Do I now work harder? Jeez, I was trying to pull back. Now I got to restart up all over again.
0: So when selling a law practice post-2020, we need to really emphasize what we call the trust transfer, which is the transfer of the key component of value of a senior attorney's practice it's the trust transfer of the existing clients to the right successor. And here we're showing a gro- the growing law firm as the example of the successor. So why do clients go to lawyers? They go to lawyers because A, the lawyer knows the subject matter knowledge, has a good reputation, but by and large, it's such a trusting relationship. The lawyer-client relationship in and of itself, just, just the phrase itself, lawyer-client relationship, it, it, it absolutely just, uh, connotes this trust between lawyer and client and what is really the what we call the flux capacitor of senior attorney match in terms of taking us back in time and future in time is how to transfer the trust that the senior attorney has between him or herself and their client and the successor here a growing law firm. So just to show this we're showing an equation where client trusts the senior attorney, senior attorney joins a growing law firm that is practicing in the same area or areas as the senior attorney. They develop trust. Often they already know each other. So let's just say, for example, matrimonial attorney. So matrimonial attorney, senior attorney joins a firm that also has younger matrimonial attorneys. They've known each other in the community. They trust each other. Now, when the matrimonial attorney introduces his or her client's To the younger attorneys and says, you know what? I trust this person. I trust this lawyer. They're going to do it as well as me. Sometimes they can even say even better than me. And so often it is that trust transfer that really secures how you can sell the law practice. Because what is a lawyer really selling at the end of the day? What they're selling are their relationships is the relationships that they developed with their clients and the referral sources. And for that to actually lead to monetizing the law practice, the senior attorney needs to transfer the trust from both the clients and the referral sources to their chosen successor.
1: You know, what this really reminds me of in some ways is when there are sometimes medical personnel and they're getting older and they have a younger doctor in the office and they introduce that younger doctor to the patient and the patient says, okay, I've trusted you for years. If you trust this younger doctor, well, I feel good that I'm now getting both your care. And eventually they start to say, okay, this younger doctor, I can trust them too. And they're, they know some stuff and, and they can start to imagine the transition and say, okay, I'm in good hands. I mean, these professionals know what's going on with me. And I feel good about this transition.
0: And what you said is exactly right. That is, the client wants to know that they're going to be in good hands. And really, the senior attorney wants to make make sure that the client is going to be in good hands. So when when senior attorneys are thinking, how do I sell my law practice post-2020, it's how do we find the right lawyer or law firm where I can transfer this trust that I've earned from my clients and my referral sources to my successor. So we want to show a um, a very uh, powerful um, equation, um, and here you'll see, you know, when one plus one um, equals seven. So you know, how does that work out? We just want to point out that we're talking here about marketing. Some lawyers love marketing, and some don't like it at all. But it is a part of the business, and it's an ever-growing part of the business because, as you can see here, the marketing options that we've laid out, marketing options are what I'll call old school, in-person, shaking hands, going to networking meetings, all the things that we, you know, that we just were um, wishing that we can return to during the, you know, during, during 2020. When are we going to return to in-person? Second is a website. Most attorneys, pretty much all attorneys at this point, they have websites. They describe what they do. They're very biographical. But now let's look at when it's one plus one equals seven. These are seven different options that we've here under digital,
1: right? Google yeah, they see that, that those are sort of more interactive, right? You've got LinkedIn, you've got Facebook, you've got so it's a it's it's not just the sort of brochure online.
0: And that's why in terms of 1 plus 1 equals 7, what this means is that when, and here we're going to focus on growing law firms. When a senior attorney who's got tremendous goodwill, subject matter knowledge, clients, and referral sources joins a growing law firm, that all of a sudden that growing law firm, which is committed to a multi-channel digital marketing for their practice, and they bring the senior attorney up to speed to 2020 speed then they're able to market the senior attorney in all different kinds of ways that the senior attorney in reality is probably never going to introduce in their practice even though they really deserve their new clients deserve to be meeting with these senior attorneys
1: yeah it, it, like linkedin it seems like that could be a, a pretty powerful tool
0: So LinkedIn is a very powerful one, and we'll also talk about Zoom. So on LinkedIn, most senior attorneys at this point, they have a LinkedIn profile. But let's just think about the power of LinkedIn, okay? Um, Many attorneys at the end of a given year are sending out a Christmas card. Right. And when I talk to my clients, they're often saying, oh, I can't believe I've got to send out the Christmas card again. I send out three thousand, let's say, uh, Christmas cards or holiday cards or New Year's greetings. Maybe I'll get a couple of phone calls out of it. It's a big expense. I've always got to choose which card to go with and whatnot. What LinkedIn does and what growing law firms welcome is let's bring in that three thousand person client list. Let's connect with them on LinkedIn. They're your clients. They're going to connect with you. And then Growing Law Firm will take the content that you've already developed over the course of your career. Maybe it was a case that you recently won. Maybe it was an article that you've written. Maybe it's a podcast that you're going to be on. Take that content and start distributing it out to your, let's say, 3,000-person client list. All of a sudden, rather than a a once-a-year Christmas card, You can have multiple touches with people that trust you and the people that want to hear from you, the people that rely on you. And you can facilitate introductions on LinkedIn. And in terms of facilitating introductions, Zoom. Okay, we all live in this Zoom world today. And when senior attorneys join growing law firms and we see this one plus one equals seven equation, what we're seeing in the marketplace post-2020 in this context of how do you sell your law practice post-2020, what we're seeing is senior attorneys are making the introductions to lawyers at the growing law firms that they're joining, and it's being done over Zoom. What used to have to be done over coffees and breakfasts and lunches and dinners is all being done over five-minute, 10-minute, 15-minute Zoom conversations and meetings, and that equates to and facilitates the trust transfer between the senior attorney and the growing law firm that the senior attorneys join. Hence why, if we could just show the graphic again, hence why when senior attorneys join growing law firms, it presents a one plus one equals seven opportunity for new clients. So in closing, our question today is, how can senior attorneys sell their law firms post 2020? And just as a reminder, there are three options for how senior attorneys can sell their law practices, which are join a growing law law firm, structure an internal succession plan, or maintain their status quo. And when they're considering those three options, Really fundamentally, what they also need to realize is that the senior attorneys have four components to value for their law practices, their client list, their referral source, their goodwill and the subject matter knowledge. And working with senior attorney match and our clients, when they come to us, we help them recognize that they have this great value and help them to determine, okay, how do you take this value and bring it to the right successor? Which is typically join a growing law firm, search for that potential successor, or maybe it is stay in your status quo. So, Scott, um, just want to thank you very much um, for for joining our um, live stream program today. It was great interacting with you. It
1: was a pleasure as always, Jeremy. Um, I, I I think senior attorney match really is necessary, and I'm really glad that you're you're helping the senior attorneys get what they deserve, but either monetarily or be able to go on and continue to give their wisdom to their clients. And you know, there's a lot of value for the marketplace and for the senior attorneys.
0: Great. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to this State of the Market episode. The key points in this episode are that senior attorneys will continue to have three options for selling their law practices post 2020. The Major point though, is that the four components of value will always remain green with regard to two of those components, the goodwill and the subject matter knowledge that senior attorneys have developed over the course of their careers. Two other components though, your client list and your referral source list are becoming harder and harder to rejuvenate and grow now that we are in the digital age. If you have any questions about the value of your law practice, how to sell your law practice, please contact Senior Attorney Match. This is Jeremy Pook. You can always send me a text message at 617 285
1: 3325 thank you for listening